Uh, welcome back to another episode of Really Bitch. I'm Wombat. And I'm Naomi. And this episode, we're going to be talking about queerness. Being queer. The gay agenda. <laughs> Wait, what was that thing you said? The uh, LGBTQIA alphabet mafia? mafia? No, the alphabet mafia. Alphabet mafia, yeah. <laughs> like, because I, I see it a lot online, so... I don't know if it's meant to be a reclaiming of an insult. Mm, mm, I think it is. Because <laughs> I think that sounds yeah, badass. Yeah, I think it is. I've seen like loads of like queer TikTokers use it in their videos. So fair enough. Fair enough. I'm I'm down for it. It makes me look cool anyway. So yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess for context, I'm bisexual and I'm pansexual, and we're just going to be talking about being gay, mm-hmm. our experiences, and uh, most importantly, our very anticlimactic coming out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you want to take this on first? Do you want to go? Because I think ours were very similar, especially when we yeah. came out to our friends, I mean, right? Yeah, obviously the first people uh, I came out to anyway were my friends, uh, my, my inner circle. <laughs> and um, I officially came out when I was 18, right? So this is, well, for me, it was a bit late in the game. I kind of always knew, but Mm. I officially made an announcement at 18 years old and I told my friends, guys, just want to let you know I'm bisexual because that's how I first came out. I identified as bi. And all of my friends looked at me and said, yeah, we know. (laughs) Okay, that's nice. I mean, I'm glad you got the memo because I didn't. <laughs> but like, wait, I could have sworn out you. Ca- I I could have sworn you came out earlier. No, like, well, that was like an official, like me coming out. Oh, like the official, like guys. Yeah, it's it's here. It's it's, it's branded. Here. It's here. It's I've... queer. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but and it's filled with fear um... <sighs> every day. But yeah, because before that, everyone knew that like oh I find men attractive but I also find women attractive so that wasn't anything new but obviously I then found a word for it and then I officially came out and I was like oh my god guys I found myself this is me now (laughs) and um everyone this is yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah then uh, everyone just looked at me and went "Mm." yeah it's been like this for a few years I don't know why like, what's the difference now? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's new? What's fresh? <laughs> <laughs> what's new? What's fresh? Nothing, apparently. <laughs> Not with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very, um, very anticlimactic. But you know what? It's what I needed at the time. Yeah. I, I'm kind of glad it wasn't like a big... I'm really... Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't like a huge yeah. deal. It was just, oh yeah, we know. We've known mm. for years. It doesn't... It doesn't really change anything or mean anything in terms of like yeah. our friendship. I was like, cool. That's that's, all, that's what that's I want. What I wanted that's to what hear. I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. I would say I came out. I don't know. I felt like maybe 15, 15, 16. Mm. Um, 
when I came out to my like best friend at the time <laughs> and I was like did you only come out to one person well mm, I came out to her and then it sort of just trickled and oh, like okay, yeah I was kind of like it was like I officially came out to her and then I would just talk to myself as if every like talked about myself as if everyone, everyone else knew, knew. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, because, you know, I like girls. And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, okay, so moving on. <laughs> like, just, just slipping it in there. Not leaving any room for follow-up questions, you know? I'm like, no, 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 no. None of that, none of that. But yeah, I remember, like, <laughs> in my head, I was building it up to be this massive thing. And then I went up to my friend and I was like, I think I might be bisexual. And uh, she was, yeah, exactly the same as your friends. It's just kind of like yeah I kind of guessed it I mean the way you talk about Nicole Scherzinger is kind of gay and I was like oh why you gotta call me oh. out like this like I just know I did very gay things so um so we used to have blazers as part of our uniform and our blazer had a breast pocket on the outside but um yeah one day I was flicking through a magazine during break and I saw this very beautiful woman uh, modeling and I was like wow I'm gonna rip <laughs> she this is, out she is my wife <laughs> it wasn't I don't want to say she was my wife but I did rip out that page fold it up very very neatly and put it in my pocket and I I I carried that around for probably like a solid year bro why is this a gay thing though because I've spoke okay so I did that Every month we would get sent this like shitty catalogue, right? For, for some like unknown brand, I don't know. <laughs> um, and without fail, I will always be flicking through it for this one model. And I don't know what it was. I was obsessed with her and I had my own storyline for her all ma like mapped out. No surprise, I made her like this villainess in my little like made up story thing oh uh, yes like shigo another gay icon and um i was obsessed but then mm -hmm. i have a friend who's also bisexual and she was like yeah i used to carry around a picture of Catherine zeta jones from <gasps> when she was in when she was in zorro that's so specific yeah, it's like having <laughs> clippings of older women and then just like carrying them around <laughs> i have no idea because i like I don't even, I didn't even know this woman's name. I just carried around this picture because I just thought she was absolutely stunning. Mm. Like one time we <laughs> we had religious studies and um, the teacher was basically like, ah, oh, talking about idols, icons, that kind of thing. You know, at the end of the day, God should be your icon, whatever that means. Um, and... <laughs> And I was like, oh, I don't think I put like any celebrity on a pedestal. Like, and my friend turned to me and said, don't you carry a magazine picture of a model in your pocket with you every day? <laughs> and I was just You're looking like, uh, at her like she killed me. It's like, oh, you got me there. You're, you got me you there. You got me there. Yeah, that was, um, <laughs> yeah, I really had to look at myself that day. Oh, man. I mean, okay. Let's go back a little bit because um, what might be interesting, if they haven't figured it out already, that we went to the same high school. Mm. <laughs> it was a Catholic, all-girls high school. Oh, wait. What was the reason your parents chose to put you in that school? 
go on. So my my parents essentially thought it would um, straighten me out, you know, and <laughs> so I wouldn't get with any boys. Mm, and you'd focus on your studies, right? Yeah. Little did they know <sighs> that whilst I was there, I started to think about the poussée. <laughs> Like, Everyone right. be talking about God and I'm just like, mm. <laughs> Vagine. <laughs> Vagine, Vagine, Vagine. <laughs> Honestly, like one time, so this was, you know, after we finished school and stuff. I, I must have been at uni, but I came home for, from holiday, like for holidays. Uh, at this time, I had a girlfriend and I remember being in the car with my mum. She was just like, I just don't get it. Like you know, how, how did you kind of asking how I turned out like this? Like, when did it happen? When did the gay come upon me? And I looked at her and I just went, who put me in an all girl school? <laughs> but I mean, it's so like, yeah, we went to the same school and I guess <laughs> there are two main expectations from, from you if you go to an all-girls Catholic school especially, either you become super sexually active to the point of no control. Um, oh, because you're deprived. Yeah, because you're so deprived of men, you're like, you just go ape shit, you know, absolutely like ravenous. Or you're a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's it, that's it. <laughs> but the thing is, weirdly despite the fact that we went to a, quite a restrictive school in that sense, both of our coming outs were relatively easy. Like the people we were surrounded by were very open, very... Yeah, definitely. There was no like, I had this whole thing envisioned in my head. And when I told my friend, it was literally just like a five minute conversation. And she was like, all right then have you done the maths homework for next period? And I'm just there like, uh. <laughs> Did you just not hear what I said? <laughs> no, it's it's really funny because, yeah, like uh, my friends, obviously my friends, I'm still really good mates with them to this day. We've known each other for like 10 plus years kind of thing. And, you know, they're religious. They have their own faiths and stuff. And you'd think, you know, ooh, maybe don't say anything to them but honestly it was fine obviously we already knew each other we were already really good friends I mean we still are really good friends to this day and nothing's changed so but it's like interesting though because like I think the first time I heard about lesbians was at our school in high because, school yeah yeah because I remember in year seven and there were two girls who were apparently in the bathroom and there were these rumors going around that oh my god did you hear about the lesbians in the bathroom and they were having sex and I was just there like so scandalized like what lesbians in the school <laughs> like completely like what because I didn't know what it was really well obviously um, yeah you're just a, ch a child I was a baby um a baby gay but then, yeah, like very quickly, I kind of, I don't know, I just, I it, it, there were just things that, that stood out to me that I was like, ah, yeah, 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 you gay, my friend. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever, well, 
Did you ever deny it to yourself? Um, I don't know. Like when people would flat out ask me, are you a lesbian? I would freak. But then like that very quickly sort of, I got over that. And I don't know why. It just, maybe it was the people I was with or whatever. Like, I think, well, I was very lucky in the sense that I was surrounded by such a supportive network Mm. and I had such an easy coming out experience. So I was really lucky and really blessed to have that because... Yeah, same. And I don't know if it is because it's... We grew up in London, but also the school was in a very diverse area. I don't know. But um, I have a friend who is bisexual and she was telling me about her coming out experience and how it was just so rough. Like she grew up in a very rural part of England. Mm. And yeah, that's you're definitely going to stick out. Yeah. And, you know, people there were just horrible in general. And I mean, kids can be mean. Kids are just complete assholes biggest bullies around biggest bullies man still to this day man kids can make me feel like shit and i'm 24 um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean uh, she used to tell me these like horror stories and i was just completely like blown away because that was worlds away from what i experienced and i was so lucky yeah right like completely different so when I first heard of lesbian, was actually in primary school. I was a, I was an even younger baby. <laughs> I was a fetus. <laughs> I remember, basically. And I just remember in my last year when everyone started getting their acceptance letters for high school and we were opening them all up together. And I said, oh, I'm going to this school. And... All of the boys just turned to me and were like, oh my God, you're going to turn into a lesbian. Mm. And I just remember sitting there like, but I'm not though. Like, okay, as 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 much as I joke about being gay or whatever, I know that I'm not straight and I'm not gay. Mm. I'm, I'm just not. I remember once in primary school, this is how I knew I was always queer from a young age, in primary school. And I, one day I just asked myself in my head, I was like, am I, could I, am I straight? I was like, nope. My, straight away. That just, That's that answer so got shot, shot down. That, see, I didn't even, that question of like, that didn't even occur to me. Like I just, that wasn't even a thing for me. Oh. For me, there were so many signs when I was younger that I feel like, I should have known, but it took me a very long time to kind of come to that that awareness, right? Mm. Because even like, or even when I did come out, there were situations where I felt a very certain way. And then only years later, I was like, oh, that was such a gay thing. That was a gay thing. Like, why didn't I clock? But that's why I was feeling like that, right? Um, Do you know what's really funny though? I just don't get, how my parents, uh, your parents, I don't think even thought about it either, but how, like, I look back at stuff I did and I just think, how did they not think I was fucking queer? Because to me, obviously to us, it's really blatant, like, you know, gay panic, queer, like doing things because 
Because you're gay. (laughs) You're like a fucking disaster. (laughs) And you can't function. Oh, God. Like, I don't know. Okay, so for instance, right? Um, But I used to do ballet when I was um, a little tweeny baby. And there was just this girl that also was in the same class as me. And we were like very close, like almost instantaneously. We were very close. And then... How old were you? Oh, God. Like, must have been like 11. Oh, okay, yeah. No, younger even. I would I would have been in primary school. Okay, so primary school. So we start high school when we're what? 11, 12? Yeah, so maybe like the year leading up to high school. Okay. So like 10, so 11. So like 10, let's say yeah, 10. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember just being like, I don't know. I was just like, I really like being her friend. We just hang out so well. We 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 just we're so alike. Like I don't know what we're we so close. We're so close. Yeah. One time she was like, we were in ballet and we were like warming up or whatever. Mm. And she's like, Hey, I got this for you. I I I picked these for you. And she pulled out of her pocket this like little bunch of like wild berries. And I was just there like, wow, this is like the best gift anyone has ever given me. <laughs> That is the single most gayest thing I have ever heard. I remember going home and being like to my mom, I was like, look what she got me. And then my mom was like, throw that in the bin. You don't know what, where she picked those from. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so sad. I was like, I was like, no, it's my special present. And it's then my eventually. Gift. Yeah. And then when we both started high school, um, we just saw less and less of each other. I, I kind of free, like slowly started to stop doing ballet as much. I think yeah. she was kind of the same. And then I, I remember mean, that- I mean, you know, you grow apart. It happens when you get older. Yeah. And then I remember the last time I saw her was like at, like it was a school thing. And I think her school was there as well as my school. And I was kind of like, hey, hey. And she kind of like looked at me and was like, oh, hey. And then- was back to her friends or whatever and I I literally felt or like I you got sucker punched metaphorically literally right in the cunt like <laughs> it was it was so hard man but oh I should God. have known then like that was so like as you said I mean the whole wildberries thing that's fucking cottage core to the to the 100 my guy <sighs> literally I don't know why it's so funny seeing like 10 years down the line like how much we've changed and stuff but even and when we do look back on our queer baby years it's so funny we just did the stupidest shit (laughs) i mean okay what is a question that you hate being asked about your sexuality Uh, uh, mm. so an experience springs to mind Mm. um tell me so tell me (laughs) so after i came out as bisexual i was like i discovered pansexuality and i was like nope this is the label for me i completely get it whatever so you resonated with yeah for a really long time that's that's how i uh, identify myself whatever but when men straight men hit on me uh just say if i'm passing in the street going somewhere you know guys come up to you sometimes um, I remember one time, so at uni, I was dating a woman at the time. Uh, it was my first proper, like, same-sex relationship. 
going great, whatever. And this was during the uni holiday. So I was at home and I remember I was walking to the station after just being dropped off by probably my dad, like the street right close by. And I'm walking down straight to the station because I'm going to go meet up some friends. Cool. Halfway to the tube, this guy stops me and he's like, you know, doing his thing, trying to chat me up. And I'm like, mm, this is really nice, but no thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate it, but oh, thank you. Okay, ooh, no. Would you look at the time? <laughs> yeah. Would you look at the time? I have somewhere to be. Yeah, um, yeah. And obviously I'm trying to, I'm, this isn't someone I know. I'm not going to be a dick for no You're not reason. trying to aggravate them, right? Exactly. Wanna, yeah. 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 So I'm being super, super nice. And, you know, he asked, oh, like, can I have your number? And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, but I actually have a girlfriend. Mm. If you are a queer woman, have got, <laughs> will know. The next question out of his mouth was, oh, can I join? Are you open to threesomes? And number one... Did I invite you? Was the invitation even there from the beginning? Thank you. Number two, you don't even know my girlfriend's name. For all you know, she could be fucking gay. She's not into dick. Right? Oh, my God. No, I feel that. Like, who asked about your opinion? Because my relationship... Also, okay, no, this is... Okay. Why do straight people assume that queer people are non-monogamous or some sort of sex fiend mm, especially i think if you're not if you're like bi or you're pan or or you know you're yeah you're, that's definitely you're a, using more of an you're promiscuous yeah if you use like an umbrella term like you're queer you know you you're not settled in as as 100 gay or lesbian or whatever right well if you don't like labels fair yeah. enough and so people just assume Oh, okay, you're Bendy Wendy. Come on, let's have a go. Fuck off. And it's like, no. Oh, who invited you? Because you can't just go up to someone. Okay, have I ever gone up to a gay couple and said, oh, wow, can I join? This is the thing. I don't, have like, I gone up I'm to not a man? To, not to insinuate that gay men don't get fetishized because, my God, they do. Oh, they, do. they definitely do. But in a very different way and in a different context but yeah. they they're like more gay like men. seen as an accessory yes and also you know it's it's queer men being fetishized as part of fandom and and all of that oh yeah and you know that's a whole other conversation but my beef is straight women would never go up, or at least in my experience or what I've seen, would never go up to a, um, a queer male couple, yeah, a gay male couple, mm. and be like, ooh, can I join? And just have that sheer entitlement, you know, that I, straight men seem to have. It is the straight audacity. The audacity. I remember, right, so I was at uni and... There was a girl, uh, we were, we hooked up for the night, whatever. Oh, um, every beautiful love story. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was like a uni thing and we went out, we all went together, but obviously me and her were like, you know, and I remember we went to the bar, 
We're ordering some drinks. We were making out. And some, I just felt this breath on the back of my neck, right? And I just knew, I felt the straight presence behind me. <laughs> and I turned around and I see this sweaty, like, bloke who's like proper laddie, you know. Oh my God, can I join you both? Can we have a threesome? And I was like, oh my God, you clearly just want to tick something off of your list, right? So you can brag about it to your friends. And I was like, we are together. This does not include you. Who said that you were invited? Who said we were looking for a participant, my friend? Like, the audacity. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's the audacity. The audacity. It's like, Jesus, like, do, like, stay. I just don't understand. I don't, I don't, like, you would never go, like, for people who are into polyamory, these people would never go up to any old couple and be like, hey, no, you, you go to socials where you know the same kind of people will be there. You ask them, or if you see someone you like and you hit on them, you, you're very upfront about it. Obviously, if you know that, you know, in your safe environment. Yeah, it's a, it's a consensual environment. You yeah. know that that is what they want and therefore you seek those people out. You do not go up to randos at a club and be like, hey, yo, hey, sexy baby, you want to let me whisper in your ear? Like, no, it doesn't <laughs> work like that. But I remember, so... Hello, mama, let me whisper. <laughs> Look, um, I didn't go to queer clubs or gay clubs until I was in my 20s, basically early 20s kind of and I never knew how much I needed them until I went there because honestly obviously when you first turn 18 when you and your mates first turn 18 you're like oh my god yeah let's go you know let's go to a club in London let's get dressed up real nice we're gonna wear the highest Mm -hmm. heels you know you want to look good you want to feel good because you're like oh my god we're gonna have a girls night we're gonna see what clubbing's all about it's gonna be great let's gonna drink so much and then you find out that one drink is like 35 pounds and you're like no (laughs) um it's like I want a vodka lemon uh, lemonade. Okay, that will be twenty five ninety nine. And I'm like, eh, eh. <laughs> you're funny because <laughs> and it's uh, a single. One, it's broke. a single as well. It's not even it's a double. It's a single. It's not even a double. Yeah, it's so rude. Anyway, so obviously when you first go, you're like, oh wow, this is great. But I, right, straight clubs are very predatory. They obviously young girls go there. Because they want to experience going with their friends. They want to go on a night out because we've not had that before. You know, these were places we weren't allowed to get into. But at the end of the day, there are just guys that aren't, number one, respectful. Number two, they don't take no they as don't, an answer. Like, they don't understand no, right? Like, I no. remember, and I think it's it's so annoying. Like, I've been to so many clubs in London Oh, I've been out with my mates and um, a one particular example that will always just for the life of me, I just don't understand. We went to a club and me and my mate who we were getting drinks and these two drunk men came up to us mm. and we were like, oh, I'm not here for this, not here for this. You know, we were just like trying to order our drinks. Yeah, you're just and trying to have like, fun. Trying to have fun. And these like guys were like, hey, sexy lady. And we were just like, no. So we spoke amongst ourselves and we're like, no, no, no. This is my girlfriend. 
And I immediately butched up. I was like, nah, yeah, you want to... <laughs> Even though you're four, four foot I'm nothing. I'm four foot nothing, but I... I it's okay. <laughs> I'll hit him where it hurts. I'll hit him where... I'm right that height level, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So um, <laughs> we... Yeah. And these guys were like, oh, you're together. You're a lesbian. Okay. We like big, fat, wet vagina too. And I was like... What? We both looked at each other. Me and my friend, we were like... Is... Is that supposed to be attractive? Is that supposed to be enticing? Like, is that your game? Is that your game? And really? they were just like, oh, like grabbing their crotch. And I was like, all right, then Ew. we're just going to leave. It was so fucking weird. And I'm just here like, no way would you fucking do that to anyone else? In a no a any other setting? Yeah. Ugh, it's gross. But yeah, and the whole, obviously... When I did start going to queer clubs or gay bars and stuff like that, mm -mm -mm. I have, oh my God, I love it. You know what? If someone, if one of my mates is like, oh, I want to go clubbing, right? I'm always like, mm, which one? Which one? Because I know a really good club, right? Yeah, you want to go to And heaven. I've taken, <laughs> oh, I love heaven. I love heaven so much. I had friends from uni come down and stay with me in London one night and- <laughs> I was like, guys, I know the perfect club. We're going to go heaven. I've always had a good time. Let's go. And they'd never been. None of them had, had ever been there. And I was like, okay, just you wait. We, even to this day, they will message me and be like, ah, oh, I still remember our time. It was the best night. It was such good fun. And the big, uh, well, I think the big reason for that is because guys don't hit on you. It's not, mm. it doesn't allow for predatory behavior. Yeah, I remember like one of the first times I went to heaven. Um, I didn't die, don't worry, is the actual name of the club. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here with that dad joke. <laughs> nah, you gotta love my jokes, innit? <laughs> so obviously, uh, first time I went there, I went with some work friends. And at times I would just wander off because this was when I was single and I was trying to find you know, some Single company. Single and ready to mingle. Literally. And oh my God, I absolutely loved it. I was going around the whole venue, seeing what it was like. I I just saw these girls in a group dancing. Like there's one room that does basically uh, old school tunes, like gay anthems and mm -mm. the kind you really want to like sing your heart out to. And yeah, yeah. I was at the bar and they were like looking at me and like dancing with their friends. I got a drink and then they were like, oh, you know, they could see I was at the time by myself. And we just ended up like singing and dancing together. And I don't even, mm. I didn't even get their names. We were just like singing our hearts out, holding like each other's hands and like screaming in each other's faces, yeah. like these songs. And it wasn't, it's just and nice. then, yeah, that was it. Like we had a good laugh and then I, I left. I went to go see my other work friends. And it, mm. yeah, it was just really, I don't know. It's, it feels safe. I feel like I don't have to be surrounded by my friends constantly just in case. Mm. Because, yeah. you know. Yes. Okay. That's, yes. That is such a yeah. good point because- why okay you know, this is a big thing why do women go to bathrooms together yeah mm. it's for safety or to fuck <laughs> in my experience <laughs> okay 
Oh, in your experience, yes. <laughs> That's fair enough. It's like, where does that operate? The bathrooms of the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> the bathrooms. Come meet me in the bathroom. I remember I got so confident in the bathrooms at uni. I was like, that was my territory. You know, I'd be like... Jesus. Or like whenever we go out clubbing, I'd always like, and I, I was living with like these straight ass boys in, in my first and second year. And they would always like, oh. And you would always be the one bringing yeah. home And they'd be someone. like, she's off again. And then I'd go and then I'd come back. Like, like wiping your face down. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, it's like, it's, it's never, uh, you know, it's either one or the other. Either I'm like smooth as fuck or I'm just this incredibly awkward person when i'm trying to like interact with women so there's no in between it's one or the other but um speaking of gay panic oh you are i've never heard the best like gay panic stories from anyone else you know what's funny though i was trying to explain gay panic to like a gay guy and he was like what do you mean and i was like what do you mean don't you have gay panic? Because I was like, oh, that's such a queer woman thing to do. He's like, what? But anyways, I was explaining his my story, right? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, what? Don't people, don't you know what gay panic is? What? Maybe it's like a, a queer femme thing. Maybe, maybe. But like, um, I went out with this girl. And even the lead up to it, like, I felt really awkward because, like, she was a fresher when I was in second year, I think. So I didn't, exp like, I didn't want to say, like, it's a date. I was just like, oh, if you want to meet up. And um, we were having, you know, we were at a pub or whatever. Afterwards, she was kind of like, yeah, so is this a date? And I was kind of like, oh, thank God you said it. And then anyways, as we were like parting ways and we were saying goodbye, I was like, oh, what do I do? And she was kind of like, yeah, so. And I was like, yeah, so, so. I had fun. She's like, I had fun too. And I'm like, cool, cool. And I was like, she's she's not coming in. So I, and I'm not going to go in. So I uh, I saluted her. I went like, ha <laughs> Legit right. just went like little gay salute and um, walked away and I saw the back of her head and that was it. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> so we obviously talk about coming out to our friends. Mm -hmm. What was coming out? Because this is the thing, like we did have in, in the, in a overview of it, we did have an easy coming out, I would say right yeah yeah in that sense you know in the typical sense uh, and at a crucial age when we did come out it was exactly what we needed like, what we I'm, needed at the you know, time I, i'm pretty sure we agree on that yeah and i think you know we had the support network should it not work out at home so we felt very comfortable in that right um but saying that <laughs> okay no, no no you go first okay what was it like for you because there was a period where you were just always coming out to your parents. Within the same hour, my friend. <laughs> this is the thing. I feel like this is particularly the case for people who are bi and pan. Mm. Um, or just and queer. everything in between. Yeah. yeah, just queer. Like everything in between. If you're not gay and if you're not straight, it's not this constant. Well, okay. 
fuck being straight. If you're straight, it's the norm anyways. But if yeah. you're not gay, gay or you're not a lesbian, it's this constant reaffirmation to people around you that you are still on the spectrum. You are still queer. You are still part of the LGBTQIA Regardless community. of who you're dating at the time. Exactly, right? So my parents are kind of like, they just didn't suspect anything. And I remember when I first came out to my parents, I came out to my dad first and it was purely because we were at, we were shopping in Oxford Circus and it happened to be Pride and I didn't know. Nah, that was planned. And then we saw like all these roads were closed. We were just walking around Oxford Circus and all these roads were closed and there were parades going along and my dad was like, what is this? And I was like, (laughs) I don't know, maybe we should stay. Stand and watch. Mm. And we were like stood by and like obviously these drag queens were walking by and then you had like these floats about AIDS and I was like, whoa. And my dad was like, what is this? I don't understand. And I could tell he was going to start spewing some homophobic ish. (laughs) So I was like, let me just stop you there. I also like girls and boys. And he looked at me, he was like, he looked at me dead in the eyes. Like, what do you mean girls and boys? What do you mean? What do you mean girls? And I was like, you know, like, I like women, but I also like men. And he was so confused. I was like, what are you talking about? And then, like, we were, like, just walked away. And then we were in Clark's. And I was like, Ayo, did, did, did you hear what I said? And he was like, what? He was like, you know, that I like <laughs> girls and I also like boys. And he was like, almost like he purged that earlier conversation from his head and the whole conversation came back again. And he was like, what do you mean, girls and boys? And I was like, really? We're going at it again? So oh, so when I started um, dating my current uh, partner, uh, who's a man, uh, I remember early on in our relationship. And very straight. Yeah, extremely straight. <laughs> um, early on in our relationship, uh, my mom asked me, oh, so you're not interested in women anymore? Mm right like um no that's very much not the case my ex prior to him was a woman so you know i very much like women and it was just really funny she was like yeah but you're not so so what are you saying you're going to cheat on him with a woman like did i who said that did i say this (laughs) did i say that (laughs) honestly it was so funny to me because i just remember thinking this is so utterly ridiculous Mm. But it's just things like that, that I just, it's comments like that, that I know they just won't get. The thing is, it's a weird one because on the, on one side, I appreciate the fact that I know my parents aren't going to disown me and they are going to love me unconditionally. But at the same time, like, I think I'm that, like, for some people, that's enough. That's all they want. But for me, I feel like, that that is great but i cannot have you dismiss who i am because this is a part of who i am yeah that's li- yeah that's exactly my sentiment as well because i just can't it's uh, because why okay number 1 why do we even have to come out fuck you i'm already awkward enough as it is i don't i don't need to have another layer of insecurity especially obviously when you're a kid, as who well, knows like what teenager. you are when you're going to be sixteen? Like, who fucking knows it? Exactly. Look, maybe you're just curious about something else. Fine, 
Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So something I see online in the gay community or queer community is um, this weird hatred. I don't know where it comes from or how it started, but this weird hatred between bisexuality and pansexuality and how oh my god for some yeah. reason because one exists it somehow invalidates the other it's so you know what it's for me at least this is how i understand it right and i could be completely wrong so i'm open to debate or whatever but I think people see the term bisexuality and obviously bi means two. So they assume that it is within this binary of the typical understanding of gender. Mm. And because of that, it, it they're like, okay, so you immediately ex exclude X, Y, and Z. Yeah. When I, I was confused as well, because when I started to see pansexuality and I saw a lot of the discourse on like Tumblr or Twitter or whatever, and I was like, oh my God, maybe I am pansexual, but is it bad that I prefer this label of bisexuality and I feel comfortable in it? Mm, I think, so when I found the term pansexuality, I had never heard it before. I think I was 19, I remember this, and I saw it, I read up on it, and immediately, this is it. This is what I resonate with this. This is exactly what I believe my sexuality to be. And for me, I just felt like, uh, at the time anyway, bisexuality, I don't know, like it wasn't encompassing as pansexuality was like it wasn't resonating with me that much like it's always something I connected with because I always thought that's what I was but then when I hit 19 I saw this new term I'd never heard before no one you know was speaking about it I didn't know anyone else who was pan and I just read up on it I, I saw it and I was just like that was it like immediately as soon as I yeah as soon as I heard the word I was just like I know this is just more me exactly and you know it's it's, it's a label that worked for me that, i think that's the the key point though because when you told me when you were like hey i think i might be pan i didn't immediately turn around and was like what you're no longer bi <laughs> you're leaving us like you know there's so much of that <laughs> and it's so much like oh bi erasure pan oh it's erasure. so disgusting and I understand this, like, to a degree, like, this territorial, like, feeling or instinct you have. But at the same time, it's... We're all part of the same community. We're all part of the same community. And it's really unfortunate that there's so much um, internal issues and internal problems yeah. that you know we should be we should be standing together in solidarity rather than against one another mm. because it just makes it easier for people who are homophobes who are transphobic who are biphobic etc etc yeah to just shit on us because they look at us mm. it's it's a way it's a way for people so it's a way for our community to just fight amongst ourselves instead of dealing with the bigger yes, issues exactly I mean, hello, Capitalism 101. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get the lower class people or whoever fighting amongst themselves and they never think about 
targeting the real problem mm. and it's just it's so i'm not saying you can't think about two things at the same time but it is a bit like look we have bigger things to worry about right now yeah and it's also like it's it's so annoying because you see people like that and like with within the bi community and the pan community there's so much um debate and hate between the two and it's so exhausting as well because I'll look at that shit I'll see it come up on my feed all the fucking time and then I question myself because then I'm like I'm seeing all this rhetoric being pushed about being like bi people are transphobic bi people are x y and z but like you and me we've never had that issue like we've we've been so open and we talk I've I don't think I've ever had that conversation with you where I've been like what do you mean you're not bi anymore oh my god you're leaving us you're betraying us it's just never was like that no it's just always been like okay cool that's I'm glad that you found something that you're comfortable in and we're not trying to invalidate people's insecurities or people's how they navigate the queer community it's more about uniting together because I understand that people might have friendship groups or queer friendship groups that might be toxic and they might not be good and I totally get that that can happen but you also need to look outside of yourself and think is this really how I want to navigate people in my community so you know let's just put on glitter cut out some rainbow stuff and you know just like hold hands and be gay you know let's just be queer yeah i just think it you know we have such a beautiful it does sound really kumbaya right now but (laughs) we have such a beautiful thing like when we were talking about going to the gay clubs and just feeling this sense of community oh it's so nice it's so nice it's so refreshing and it's sad that there are these people within the community that are trying to create these binaries when or just shouldn't. gatekeep stop it with the <laughs> gatekeeping we don't need that shit right now yeah man live your own life worry about yourself look you know i think if if you can take anything from this episode is find find the people the circle that like uplift you and make you feel secure they don't mm. make you question shit like I couldn't have asked for better friends at the time when I came out. That was such a blessing for me. And seconded. Right? Like I and if you don't and if if you're in a situation where it is it is potentially harmful for you, just know that there are online communities or people that you can reach out to. There and- will always be people willing to have conversations you know willing to be inclusive willing to look out for you yeah yeah willing to have your back yeah it's called a community for a reason exactly yeah and i think on that lovely note Mm. really hope you guys had a good time listening to our disaster stories because that's what they are in truth um (laughs) and we just hope you had a good time had a good day Listening to our gay disaster ass. Oh, the gay panic is really too much. It's too real. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, 
We'll see you on the next one, guys. See you on the next one. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. Bitch. 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 Let me just. Hmm. Does it sound really moist? The mouth noises are very good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the pussy don't sound like that, I, I don't, don't want, want it. it. <laughs>